Blog Talk Radio. What is up, everybody? My name is Stephen Urquintello, and this is the, again, I'm going to say it, and I say this every time. I took a pause right there, right, because I wasn't sure if I was going to address this or not, like I do every single Saturday. But still don't have a name for the show. We're going to call it the Stephen Urquintello Podcast, and this is going to be the show that happened let me take my glasses off real quick. They keep falling off my face. All right. So this is going to be the show that messed up last weekend. Had a lot of complicated issues for some reason, technical issues, no idea why. So we're going to try it again. We're going to try this again. It's going to be movie reviews. And the movie reviews are going to be about – I lost my page. Sorry. I had some people message me. I want to make sure they could all hear me. So I had, had a couple people um, – messaging me to make sure. So we are good to go. Anyways, guys, this is going to be about movie reviews. This is going to be about exactly what we talked about last week and where people did tune in. And I was kind of like spotty, I guess. I, I guess it, it was muted and I cut off and then I came back. So tonight's episode is going to be about movie reviews. It's going to be about independent films. I have no idea why I am nervous tonight. You know, I was, I was prepped. I was like, man, I got this. You know, I, I already have the, uh, I already have some of the reviews written down and I'm just going to say the same thing that I said last week and pretty much, but you know, I, I took a nap because I had a headache. I got up, I had about two hours to sit here and prep and I just stared, right? I just stared at the notes and I thought I never have a script. You know, I started thinking, this is the rambling part. If you follow me on Instagram, I always say there's a good chance I'm just going to ramble. And that's what this is right now. It's a ramble, but I'm sitting there thinking, I'm like, man, you know what? I never have a script for these shows. And I bet that's why I always have anxiety or I'm nervous. I'm like, oh, what am I going to say? Am I going to have dead air? Am I going to, am I going to be entertaining? Am I going to be impressive? Am I going to slip up with my words? Am I going to have, I think I said dead air already. And for those that don't know what dead air is, this is what dead air is. Ready? Nothing, nothing is said. And that just happens. And I've done so many podcast interviews, right? (laughs) Where, I'm the interviewee, so, so people are talking to me and they're interviewing me, and they don't know what to say. Like, they'll sit there and they'll be like, um, so, okay, and then they'll pause, no joke, they'll pause for like 15 seconds. I have to pick it up and I have to interview myself, but then I, what I really do is I become the host and I start asking them questions, so it's crazy. So that's a big fear of mine. It's a big fear, and I feel like it's a, um, it's a lot of people's fear on, on radio, especially live. Live is so hard, and if you don't believe me, Go live on social media and entertain for one hour. Entertain for 15 minutes talking. It's crazy. It's hard. It's not the easiest thing in the world to do. And the fact that I don't have a script, ugh, it's nerve-wracking, especially whenever I come up with a concept, right? Like every single weekend I have a new concept, whether it's, <laughs> whether it's titled me ranting and venting or whatever it may be, whether it's movie reviews, whether it's paranormal, no matter what it is, right? I always have a topic. <laughs> However... I have a week to prep. Do I prep? Absolutely not. But you know what? I, I, I think there's a reason why I don't. We're going to get into the movie reviews, I know. But if I do that, it's, um, it'll be 15 minutes long and we got nothing to do, right? So what was I saying? Oh, yeah. Why I don't have a script. And I feel like a lot of it is because when you're passionate about something, right? And you just like, go, 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 go. Like you're like in it. You're like 100, done, 110%. That's it. That's all you give because – do you really need a script? Do I really need to sit here and be like, oh man, let me, I, I should say this. Here's a keynote right here. Well, dang, it's, it, it's nine, nine Oh five. I should have already said this. I, who, who has time for that? Like if, if you're really passionate about what it is that you're talking about and you got a podcast, you got a TV show, you go to work, you clock in, you're a writer, whatever it is that you are and that you do, if you're passionate enough about it, you really don't need a script because it's all knowledgeable within your own mindset and you should be able to run it. It's your show. Right. And Again, that's whether you – it doesn't matter if you have a podcast or not. You wake up every single day. It's your show, right? Like you're the dealer of your own life. You're the dealer and you're the player of your own life, and that makes perfect, that makes perfect sense. I mean think about it. You wake up every single day. You, you decide the outcome of your own life. You decide exactly how it's going to go. So you, you deal your own cards. There's 52 cards in the deck, right? You get dealt five cards in poker. That's 10 new shots. 10 new shots every single day in a brand new deck of cards at minimum, 
right, are at max, right? Because if you want to trade in two cards, great, that takes down 10 hands. However, 10 hands a day, if you, if you deal yourself five cards, you look at them, right? You don't like them? Don't let it, don't let it ruin your day. Don't let it, why are you going to have a bad day? You own it. You're passionate about it. This is you. You're the dealer. You, you dealt them. Are you going to be mad at yourself? Are you going to be mad at your own emotions because you dealt them? No, you're going to fold them. You're going to deal yourself five more. Because there's, there's, there's five cards every time you deal them. There's 50 cards in a deck. That's 10, new, that's 10 new opportunities you have. So I feel like if you're passionate about something when it comes to, comes to anything um, that you represent, that you do, you don't need a script, especially when you're the dealer of the outcome. Like you, you have control over that. So it doesn't make any sense really in my opinion. And this is just my opinion. I know so many people that do podcasts. I know so many radio people. I know so many people that they need a script. That's cool. Great. If you do, you know, now if I'm interviewing somebody, actually, should I still don't have a script? I just, I, I know who they are. I study them and I, and I freestyle it. So yeah, I kind of just, apparently I had to get that off my chest and I didn't even know this. I didn't even know I had to get that off my chest until just now. So keep that in mind, guys, you are the dealer and you are the player of your own hand. Every single time you wake up, you don't like what you dealt, fold, deal five new cards and just keep going. And guess what? The benefit to this, right? The benefit to this is the next day you have a brand new deck. <laughs> so you can constantly keep trying, constantly keep putting in the effort, constantly keep creating the passion. And when you find your niche with what it is that you're passionate for, eventually you don't have to even keep dealing your own hands because you wake up ready. You wake up with a Royal flush. You wake up with a straight, you wake up with a full house. You're not waking up with multiple different cards and different suits and colors that just don't make any sense because you have too much chaos because you haven't found your niche and what you're really passionate about and able to just let your life flow. Right? So, that right there, I feel like is some, that's some advice, maybe, maybe it's some insight. I have no idea what it is. I know I just said it off the top of my head, so I hope it makes sense to you guys. It makes sense to me. Um, so I hope it makes sense to you. Anyways, it's 9.07, right? It's 9.07. Let's try and get into this movie review stuff, shall we? I don't know how long this is going to be. I have no idea, like, like I just did, I, I have no idea what I'm even going to be talking about, really. I'm just going to go with it in, or in for a ride. So whether there's... One person listening, three people listening, 2,400, 700,000, or a million. You're just going to listen to me talk. And hopefully it makes sense. I really hope you guys enjoy the movies that I'm about to say. I don't believe uh, most of you that are tuned in, I could be wrong. I don't believe most of you have heard of some of these. Some of you may because I have talked about – I've talked about a couple of these publicly. It depends on where you follow me. Um but these are these are these, these is it, you know. So what, what I'm going to do is I'm going to talk about the first one. I'm not going to be a spoiler about a spoiler alert towards it, and we're just going to go from there. I do expect some dead air because I am trying to read some of my reviews. Now again, I, I this isn't a script. However, I did write down some reviews that I wanted to touch base on. So it may take a minute that I gotta I gotta look at it because I'm one person here. Let me let me put on my glasses. Put on my, my bifocals here so I can read what I'm doing. All right. Movie number one. Let's hope this doesn't cut out because this is about probably where it cut out last week. Let me lower some things on the computer here so I can see what I'm doing, make sure everything's good to go. All right. Movie number one. Apartment 143. Apartment 143. This is a horror and suspense, right? And paranormal. Some of my favorite categories right there. I love horror. I love paranormal. I love suspense. I, I I love those combined. Actually, I wouldn't really say this is horror. I actually, you know what? After watching it, there was no horror involved. There, there, nobody, I, I'll give it away. Nobody died. So I don't know why there was horror. There's no bloodshed. Suspense, yes. Paranormal, absolutely. But what this is, this was rated uh, on Amazon Prime, 3.5 stars and a 5.1 rating on IMDb, which I think is kind of cool because my TV show, I got a five. And, and I'm keeping up there with a lot of these other independent films on my IMDb when it came to Haunted Tours. So I think that's really cool. Um, this is about a team of parapsychologists set out to investigate a series of anomalous – I don't even know my own, my own typing uh, – paranormal phenomena. We'll go with that. Taking place in a newly occupied apartment. So 
what I what I really did love about this guys is I do love the documentary style of independent filming. Like when people do shoot paranormal films and kind of horror films, horror films, and they're independently done, they're great. I love it. I love the documentary style. I love the POV views. Um, I think that the acting in a lot of these is great because they're not big name actors. So I feel like one, they have a lot to prove. Two, it's more of a documentary style, so they're not going to overact it. And the fact that it's like a lost found, lost footage kind of thing, like the Blair Witch Project is what created that back in 1999. They created that lost found footage genre, which is now a, it's, it's a huge thing, right, in the independent film industry, even in some of the Hollywood stuff. Very, very little Hollywood. They don't really touch base on it, but they do here and there. But a lot of my favorite films are, a matter of fact, so the, pretty much all the ones that we talk about um, tonight are they're going to be that documentary style and uh, POV views and stuff like that. So, but with this movie right here, apartment one, four, three, about six minutes in action stars, which I really, 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 really do love. It doesn't drag out with the suspense and then three quarters through when it's almost over. It's like, Oh, cool. I just sat here for an hour and now I get to know the plot. So six minutes within it does start, which is amazing. Absolutely love that part of it. And the creep factors behind it, which I don't know about you guys, but whenever about you guys and gals, whenever I watch films, I like it to be quiet. I don't want anybody talking to me. I don't, I, I don't care if it's just one person sitting there on the couch with me or a group of people sitting on the couch. Shut up. Like, don't be like, oh, my God, did you see that? Oh, what is this? And if it, 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 I like to put myself so involved into the movie that I get anxiety. I start sweating. I get goosebumps. Like I'm like creeped out. Like I literally put myself in the movie. I become that character, whichever character it is. I, I don't even know. Just whichever one. I'm just like, you know, I'm, I'm a fly on the wall in the movie. And I love it. I love that. I, I do that with all the movies, whether it's comedy, whether it's like the Avengers, whether it's, you know, the little mermaid, cause I'm the little mermaid. It's beauty and the beast. I love Disney films. I put myself in them. So when it comes to the suspense aspect, right? It's where'd my notes go? There we go. When it comes to the suspense aspect and the creep factors, put yourself in the movie and I swear you're going to feel the movie so much more. It's going to be, you're going to be like, Oh God, it's so scary. You'll turn all the lights on. And with this movie, apartment one, four, three, it has some creep factors. If you put yourself into the movie and I know a lot of people love those jump scares, right? You don't like to be scared, but you love to be scared at the same time. This does have that. And the fact that it is an independent film and it's, it, in my opinion, you don't know when it's going to come. Like movies like The Conjuring and Hollywood films, they amp the music up. You know something's about to come. It, it's so predictable nowadays when it comes to Hollywood because they relatively have a – they have, I wouldn't say a script, but they have a concept and they have like a timeline of when a jump scare has to happen based off actual statistics of the human heart rate, their attention span, and a lot of that. It's actually a, it's, it's a science based off what Hollywood does and what it is about independent films and movies like you don't know, that you have no idea. It could happen every one minute or it can never happen, but it keeps you like, why isn't it happening? Because you're so ready for it because of the Hollywood movies. Um I feel like my voice just got really deep there. If I had a guitar, I would have just slayed on some country music. Like, by the way, I can sing only when I'm drinking and I can play a six string acoustic. Just going to throw that out there only because my voice got deep and I, and I won some karaoke contests actually in Nashville. Okay. Back to the topic here. Next thing I'm going to have is everybody's going to want me to sing live on, on this. Let's get back to it. Right. Creep factors. Amazing. Um, unlike, unlike Hollywood things. So apartment one, four, three definitely has it six minutes in action. Definitely does start less than 30 minutes in the creep factor is there. I got chills less than 30 minutes in. So after six minutes, you, you, you get you right at six minutes, you get the, the scare tactics is there, uh, less than 30 minutes. The creep factor is there. The acting is good. Like I said, being that there is no big name actors, which kind of keeps the movie and the story in and everything real. This is my favorite part about, or this is my favorite, I want to say part, but this is my favorite um, aspect of Apartment 143. As a lot of you know, and a lot of you don't know, huge into the paranormal. I have my own TV show, blah, 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 blah. Very educated. I'm very well-rounded, very well-diverse when it comes to the paranormal field. I know electronics. I know how things work. I know lights. I know, I know infrared. I know night vision. I know how light spectrums are. I know a lot because I've studied it. It's my craft. My is my passion, like we talked about in the beginning. 
Now, what I love about apartment 143 is the education is on point. It is amazing. It is dead on with the, with, with the equipment. It's the parapsychology aspect, the doctor, the doctor side of it, the science aspect of it is on point. So I definitely do give that a 10. Like I I think I said, I'm going to rate these one through five, but I would definitely give that a 10 because most paranormal shows never, 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 never get that correct. They're just like, we got this K2 meter here. And what we're going to do is it's going to light up, but it doesn't explain why you're just like, Oh, cool. I saw that on a ghost show one day. So I know it's got to be real. Um, this show, this, this talks about the cameras. It talks about why it takes a flash and how flashes do this, blah, blah, blah. So it's really cool. I, I said blah, 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 because I'm not going to get into it because that's not this type of show. But we can have a show on that. I just think it's going to bore a lot of people because not a lot of people love education. They want to hear music and they want to watch TikTok. They don't want education. Anyways, back to the topic. Movie review. So... When it comes to the education, phenomenal. When it comes to the equipment aspect of it, the creep factor is definitely there. The paranormal aspect of it is definitely there. And the the action, it's definitely there. It's nonstop. Put yourself in the movie is what I would recommend. Now, would I – like all in all, right, it, was, it wasn't a horrible film. I've definitely seen worse and I would say that the rating that Amazon Prime, the people on Amazon Prime gave it 3.5, even the IMDb rating, uh, 5.1, I believe that's out of 10. I would say it's, it's pretty accurate because I would give it a three and I would only give it out of one through five. I would, I would give it a three and I'd only give it a three because the slight unrealistic aspects, as well as me just kind of losing focus from time to time, although the storyline was legit, the creep factors were legit and the raw format was legit. I just feel like every now and then, yeah, I was taking my, I was, take, I was just moving my eyes away. I was like, eh, all right, kind of boring, kind of the same old same. And I'm not a fan of CGI. I really don't believe in the paranormal um, jump scare factor. I don't think you need CGI. I don't think people need to see fake ghost. I don't think you need to see any of that. Uh, we see enough of that online with a bunch of fake bullshit where people share millions, share millions of views with some app that they put on there's so many apps you can go on to now and just put a ghost in there and i think we see so much bullshit as is i really don't think the movies of an independent filmmaker needs to encourage that in my opinion i really don't think they should encourage it so that's why i would give it a three the unrealistic cgi aspect of it definitely turned me away and i wasn't a fan of it, it, it i probably would you know i probably would have gave it a 3.5 if it wasn't for the ghost so I, the, the rating for amazon prime was definitely there would I recommend watching it? Absolutely. Watch it at least one time. Am I going to say it's the best? No, not at all. Not compared to the others that I'm going to talk about, but definitely go check it out. I do believe it is on, oh, like I said, Amazon Prime. So definitely, definitely go check it out. It's apartment 143. You may, may not like it if that's your kind of style. The next one, this one right here, Entity. It's called uh, Entity. Now there's two different entities. There's one that was made back in like the 1970s. And then there's one that's made in 2012. I'm talking about the 2012 version, which is a British supernatural thriller written and directed by a dude named Steve Stone. And this got its world premiere back in October of 2012 um, during an international film festival. Now, what I love about this one is this is actually one of my, one of my go-tos and one of my favorites. It's, is about a British television show, Darkest Secrets. They go to this remote Siberian forest known for like like 30-something deaths, like by unidentified people from back in 1998. And they're filming, you know, again, documentary style. So some of my favorites, my favorite um, go-to stuff when it comes to the paranormal. So, you know, they set out with this medium, right? The psychic medium, they're going through this Siberian forest to look for why all these people died and can we speak to them and whatnot. So pretty much they, they get to that and then they go to, they, they find this other huge building, right? So they go inside of this building and again, action picks does pick right up. I, I'm not a fan of psychics. I'm not a fan of mediums. I don't think any of them are real. I, I really, I'm a huge believer in the psyche aspect of it and a mental aspect and reading people very well. And thanks to the internet, anybody can call me right now and tell me your name and I can look up info in you 
on you within five minutes and tell you everything you want to hear. And it's easy. Psychics and mediums are very easy to uh, manipulate you. So I kind of was sketchy about this one. I was kind of sketchy about watching it, but I do have to say like the acting with it again was so phenomenal. I, I entity blows apartment one, four, three out of the water. Rotten Tomatoes gave this a one star, which I think is complete and utter bullshit, but Rotten Tomatoes is a joke. Like Rotten Tomatoes gives Dwayne Johnson movies thumbs downs and like four percent. It's it's crazy. I don't know who controls Rotten Tomatoes, but Rotten Tomatoes is a joke. But it does have a um a on Prime a three point five star rating and IMDB has a four point six. The same on Prime as Apartment One Four Three and lower on IMDB, which to me is kind of crazy, but again, it's 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 just a style that people like. And I the music was creepy. Everything about this movie was kind of creepy. And again, it was more of a documentary style where they go into this a building and they start experience the beginning alone was was creepy. Like the the very beginning I thought was I thought was fucking wild and creepy. And put yourself in the movie. Put yourself in the movie. You're going to feel it. I love that the 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 CGI aspect wasn't unrealistically ghosts. Like I know ghosts are unrealistic anyways. They can't be proven. Nobody knows what a ghost really looks like. We all have theories, right? And a perception of what you believe they are. However, let's just consider that they're not creepy, scary, like we're like ghosts. I, I don't know. You know how Hollywood portrays them to be, right? Let's pretend they're just ghosts. Like they're people like they're like us, right? When we die, our body, our energy, you know, flows off and then, you know, we can manifest into what we look like, right? Let's pretend. That's kind of what they did with it. And I love that. I love that aspect of it. It wasn't over the top CGI. It was, here you go. This is what we believe. And it was great. It was, it was great. I, I personally would rate this uh, the same 3.5 only. And again, this is called entity, the 2012 one. I would rate it a 3.5, not a five because well, one, I've, I've seen it like 20 times. So I kind of get like, ugh, I already know what's going to happen. But the first time I saw it, I would have said a five. And again, that's, that's my opinion um, based off that because I put myself in the movie and I am a paranormal investigator. I do these things. Like, so I know what realistically it's actually like in the field and doing them. So when I watch these types of movies, I know, okay, that that's realistically, that that's how it happens. That, like legit, they just nailed it. Like that is what it's about. It's not like what the TV shows are. It's the, the, these movie people, the independent filmmakers clearly watch ghost shows because they go, they stray away from what that actually is because they know that's bullshit and they stick to probably what they've done. So I'm assuming a lot of these independent filmmakers that do phenomenal movies like Entity, excuse me, like Entity have done paranormal investigating before and they know what it's like it can be boring but you do hear things you do sense things and that's kind of what they touch base on again it's great i i, I forgot what i even just said i would rate it um and the imdb rating's a joke i don't know why it says points that to me that's i i some people get people just get upset because whatever i don't know However, the only thing I don't like about this is when I used to watch it, it was free on like, I want to say it was on like Hulu or, or, or IMDb or something like that, but you can only rent this right now on Prime for $1.99. Do I suggest you rent it for $2? I know it's only $2 and it's not a lot of money at all. You can find that in a, in a parking lot somewhere and change, but I don't personally think it's, it's worth $2. And that's kind of sad to say, but being that it used to be free, I think that's why I'm saying it, it used to be free. So if it used to be free, why are you going to charge people $2 with a rating that's still low? Maybe if the rating was higher up to like an eight through IMDB and a 4.5 star on Amazon prime, absolutely raise the price. You know, it's worth, you know, the value of it's going up, but being that it was free and then they charge for it, that's probably why the rating dropped. Cause I don't recall it actually being that low before. And I think Really? Like wasting my money for what? So I could see that if that's the case. I'm not saying that is the case. But if, if, if you are bored and you're like, oh, whatever, it's two bucks, watch Entity. The 2012 version, I'm not sure if the 1970 version is on there. So the 2012 version. Um, yeah, that, that was a good one to me. These two are my favorite. These next two are my favorites. And I'm actually excited to talk about these. 
when I first saw this film, I saw the second one first, right? I'm walking through Walmart and everybody knows the $5 bin. Maybe they got like a $3 bin now. I'm not really sure, but they had this movie sitting right on top and it caught my eye and it was called, is called Grave Encounters 2. I saw the cover of this and I was like, okay, that's a little far-fetched with, you know, uh, whatever was on the cover. But I saw it and I read it. And again, I read it documentary style. College kids are going to go in. They're going to they're going to they're going to find these ghosts. Right. They are going to catch them all. And that's it. Right. <laughs> that is it. So I'm like, OK, I'm, I'm with it. Let's let's do it. Five bucks, whatever. Let's do it. Now, when I watch this, I did not realize this is how well this is how phenomenally well this film was put together. It didn't even, I didn't even know there was a part one. I know it's called Grave Encounters 2, but this was put together so well that they didn't even need a part one and you still would have known what occurred in part one. And people that I have suggested this movie to, both of them, and I said, watch number two first. I'm telling you, like, it was an accident for me, but I love that I did. And when I tell others to suggest it, I don't, I don't like tell them like, you have to watch it first. But when I suggest watching number two first, and they do, they agree. They're like, yeah, like you really don't even have to watch number one and you still understand it. And then when they watch one, they're like, this is garbage. Like one is horrible compared to two. One is still good. Don't get me wrong, but comparable to number two, no way. Absolutely no way. Grave Encounters 2 is one of my favorite films of all time. It, it got a, it's on the IMDb app. You can actually watch it on the IMDb app, uh, download it on your smartphone, to, uh, your smartphone, your smart TV, whatever. It's free. So definitely watch it. And this has a 3.5 star rating. I, again, I don't know why. I do believe this should be higher, like a 4.5. I would uh, take away the 0.5 aspect of it out of five because actually, I don't. What, the, what does? Yeah, IMDb has to go to 10. These, these, these people, these people are stupid. They, they don't know what they're talking about. Like these people, I, if you don't like independent films, I feel like you shouldn't watch them because I feel like that's why these ratings are so low. But out of five, one out of five, I would give it a 4.5. Grave Encounters 2 is one of my favorite films of all time. And the way they do it is, if I even talk about it, I'm going to give so much of it away. But they're college kids, and this one dude, he wants to be an independent filmmaker. So he's actually filming all these cheesy horror, horror films in college. And he gets a an email from someone called Death Awaits. And he's like, man, what is this? So he looks it up, and that's when you start seeing clips of the first one, Grave Encounters 1. And it, it's just cool that they show that. And I'm over here like, is there even a one? And then they end up, he ends up going with his friends to this building that apparently they did do a number one and film. And, guys, it, it's amazing. Grave Encounters 2 is phenomenal. They even have in the, in the opening, right, they're kind of doing what I'm doing right now. They, they're doing movie reviews, and they're like – Guys, Grave Encounters 1 is so blah, 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 blah. It's amazing. Oh, my God, it's so scary. So they're actually reviewing Grave Encounters 1 and Grave Encounters 2 on YouTube or whatever it is they're on. That, to me, was just amazing. Amazing. So I highly, highly, highly suggest watching Grave Encounters 2 first. Now, Grave Encounters 1, not bad at all. Not saying it's horrible. I do believe if you guys watch Ghost Adventures at all, which I really hope you don't because we can't be friends if you watch Ghost Adventures ever, ever, ever. Just kidding. But I feel like whoever made Grave Encounters 1 was making fun of Ghost Adventures because if you watch it, he like the opening of Ghost Adventures right in the beginning, my name is Zach Bagans. I never believed in blah, blah, blah until I came face to face with one, right? So in Grave Encounters, he's like, my name is Preston. I want to say Scott, like Preston something. My name is Preston Dutta. Did I say Dutta? Like, whatever. My name is Preston Scott. I never believed in ghosts. So he's kind of like mimicking Bobo Baggins. And I thought that was hilarious. Even the hairstyle, just everything. And they're, what they are is they are a paranormal investigation team in Grave Encounters, one going to film at this building, Death Awaits. So... I, I, and, and, and the great thing about number one is while they're filming, they're in this building and they are faking footage. And I love that. So I really feel like whoever, whoever did Grave Encounters one, 
definitely was a fan of the paranormal, definitely hate paranormal shows. And I know because I've watched them, I know for a fact, hands down, they were making fun of paranormal shows in general, whether it was ghost adventures or not, they were making fun of them. They were making fun of the psychics. They were making fun of, they were, he was actually like engrave encounters one. You'll, you'll watch if you do. Uh, so I just hit the mic. Sorry if that was loud on your guys is in, but if you watch grave encounters one, definitely watch two first, but if you watch grave encounters one, the dude walks up to this is the only spoiler that I'm going to give away. Cause it's not really that relevant. There's a, like a yard maintenance dude outside the building, right? Weed, weed whacking or doing something. And the main dude, uh, Preston walks up and he's like, Hey, have you ever experienced anything here before? And the dude, I don't even think barely speaks English. <laughs> and he's like, no, there's, there's nothing, nothing scary here at all. So he pays to do like 20 bucks. He's like, here, I'll give you 20 bucks. Just say there's something scary. And so I really feel like they are making fun of ghost shows because that's what they do. I've been on set with ghost shows. I know what they do. Like I've seen this and that's what blows my mind too. I'm going to get off topic now for a minute because now we're going to really touch base on the shit that I'm passionate about, which is movies. But I've been on set with a lot of these paranormal shows and I've had my own paranormal show. I've been on set with them. And the fact that I, 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 address what goes on during these shows and people still don't listen blows my mind i think they want to listen but they're like oh who cares it's entertainment who cares who cares who cares as they honk their nose put on their clown shoes and honk 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 as they walk away using their little uh squirt gun as their their little rose squirt gun on their shirt um just such jokes guys so i really do feel like grave encounters one was making fun of all those watch grave encounters two first Watch it, watch it, watch it. Grave Encounters 1 is actually on IMDb as well. Uh, the app, you watch it for free. However, Grave Encounters 1 got a 4.5 star rating. And number two only got 3.5. I have to disagree with that. I would flip it. Grave Encounters 2 gets a 4.5. Grave Encounters 1 gets a 3.5. Um, and yeah, I think, that, I think that's what the rating aspect of those. So the order with these with these four films I would definitely say Grave Encounters 2, watch first. Grave Encounters, watch second. Watch Entity. And you know what? Apartment 143, just, just, just don't, don't, don't even waste your time. Because now that I just said these three films, I don't even know why I wasted my time watching Apartment 1. Don't even watch, you know what? The first, the first like 30 minutes of this segment, it, it, up until I started talking about Entity, forget the Apartment 143 movie. Just throw it out of your mind. It's garbage. It's all garbage. It's trash compared to the, the last three. So we're going to pretend Apartment 143 does not exist on this podcast. So watch Grave Encounters 2, Grave Encounters 1, and then Entity. And you will watch, in my opinion, three of the greatest independent paranormal films that there are, okay, outside of the Blair Witch. Blair Witch Project was great, but it was more of a suspense, and that was back in 1999, and I think they've done way better since then. But – with with these three, they they definitely are phenomenal. Now, I'm, again, guys, I'm not talking about horror. I don't need a million messages after this. Like, oh, have you seen Terrifier? Have you seen this? And Terrifier is great. It's about a crazy clown. Um, Damien's an amazing writer. He's an amazing amazing director. He's amazing um, at what he created. But Terrifier also isn't paranormal. How actually, I lied. Watch Terrifier. I'm not going to give any any details about Terrifier. Watch it. <laughs> The clown is creepy. Watch it. The acting is so cheesy. So, so cheesy. But it was more independent than Grave Encounters and Entity and all that. It definitely was. It was it was like pure independent. Like if I pick up a camera, I'm going to do it. But Terrifier the Clown, phenomenal. Go watch it. Terrifier 1. Don't know where it's at. Google it. Look it up. It's great. Not going to talk about it. Now I want to talk about – you know what? I got to take a breath. I, I have Tourette syndrome, and I need to take a breath and get a drink real quick. So give me five seconds of dead air. Ready? Go. All right. Back. What I want to talk about now has nothing to do with paranormal films. It has nothing to do with horror films. <laughs> I want to talk about, I never watch TV, right? Ever. Like, I just don't have time. I'm in the middle of writing my book. I read a lot. I'm, I'm creating a board game that has never been done in the history of board games. I, uh, I edit and do my own sites. I, 
shit. I mean, you guys talk about the TV show coming out on Roku called Urban Legends of the Paranormal. But even prior to that, I still had so much that I do. You know, two hours in the gym every day, meal prep, meal cooking, time for myself, replying back to fans, signing eight by tens, again, writing my books, just me time in general. Like, it's crazy, right? I get exhausted and I really don't have time to watch TV that much. And when I do, um, and, and a TV show does catch my attention, oh, I'm hooked. And I don't care about my book. I don't care about the board game. I don't even care about the podcast. That's why, that's why I don't even write a script because I'm too busy watching my TV shows. Just kidding. That's not why. It's because I'm passionate. But uh, I don't need no script. But um, I'm going to talk about some two cool fucking shows, guys. One, I am so far behind to with these when I watched them and I got hooked. I was like, where have I been my whole life? This shit's like 12 years old. And I'm over here like, this is the newest thing ever. This is the greatest show Warehouse 13. Amazing. Amazing, amazing, amazing. Warehouse 13. It is about, it has so much knowledge and education about artifacts that when you find these artifacts, they give you power. Like, for instance, I'm looking around my room right now and I see a candle, right? So these agents of Warehouse 13 get an alert that, oh my God, there's some type of artifact out there that's giving people special powers but why so they would have to go to the town and find out what this artifact is and why why are there crazy powers and shit happening and then they had to bag this artifact and take it back to warehouse 13 now what these artifacts are is like they have like hg homes in it they have all of these these like uh, uh alice in wonderland is in it the real alice in wonderland the psycho aspect of it they have all of these historic things that are real in the movie, and it's pieces of artifacts that actually are replicated based off these historic figures. It, it's so well diverse and educated. It is such a great, great, great TV show, and I got hooked instantly. So check it out, Warehouse 13. I, yeah, maybe you like it, maybe you won't. I enjoyed it, and like I said, I don't really watch TV. I don't really get hooked on things that much, but I also love education, and it was well-educated. Well, yeah, the show was educational. I, wanna, well, I guess it has to be educated as well. It educated me because it was so educational. There we go. Another good show. Another good one. Beauty and the Beast. Man, I have posted about this on Facebook so many times. I got so excited when they kissed. I got so excited when uh, just everything, when they came together. I'm, I'm just, I'm sitting there like, oh my God, do it. Kiss, 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 kiss. Why haven't you kissed yet? Like, I'm like, I'm like a little, like a little I, I don't know. I'm so, I'm so excited now because they kissed. Like, it's such a great beauty and the beast. It has nothing to do with like even the movie. They're, it's, they're based in New York City and it's a TV series. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. I binge watched it right, right when I got here, right when I got up to Ohio. I started binge watching it and I watched it just super quick. I was like, I got to watch it, got to watch it. And that, that set me back. Like legit guys, I didn't work on my book for like a month, not even kidding, because I was so hooked to this show. And of course I had to do other things in life. So I couldn't always watch it straight through, but beauty and the beast, I believe it's on Netflix warehouse warehouse 13 is on IMDb. I would give both of these shows, both of these, in my opinion, blow all the movies I just said tonight. Well, the three, cause we're going to pretend the first one didn't exist. Remember? These two shows definitely blew the three out of the water. Entity, Grave Encounters, and Grave Encounters 2, out of the water. But this was a paranormal and slash horror, I guess. Didn't even talk about horror. So, yeah, I would definitely watch watch the watch Beauty and the Beast. Go binge watch it. It's amazing. And the – what is it? Warehouse 13. I think there's something I'm watching now, and I can't – oh, no, Prison Break. I, I, but I've watched Prison Break so many times already. I just I love Michael Schofield's character. I think he's amazing. I think he's brilliant, um, pure genius. The character aspect of it, anyways, in real life, I'm sure he's not. I don't know, but even with TV shows, guys, I fall in love with the characters of these shows. Like I I, I get like such a schoolboy crush on him. I'm like, oh my god, he's so cool. Why can't I be like that? No shit. Like <laughs> no a secret that I'm share to the world right now. Right, thirty plus countries worldwide. Um, when I watch these. TV shows, right? The movies is one thing, but when I watch these TV shows, 13, I'm like, I'm an agent for Warehouse 13. Everywhere I go, I'm like, I bet that's an artifact. Look at that. And I was like, the world's different right now. I feel like I'm, I feel like an agent from Warehouse 13. When I watch Beauty and the Beast, oh, I am the Beast. Like, I'm like 
someone come with me right now. It's 222. I wish him, I wish an MF or would right now because I'm a beast out. And uh, yeah, like I, I get so involved. That's how that's how much I put myself in that movie. I'm like, if something happens right now, mm, I got it. I'm going to mess everybody in this Applebee's up. I'm going to get banned from Applebee's now. Guys, I got banned from every Planet Fitness. Can you believe that worldwide? Can you believe that? <laughs> Crazy, right? Every Planet Fitness. Uh, permanently. <laughs> We're not going to get into why. And it wasn't because I, you know, I thought I was a beast and started like running around beastly like. But although in Planet, I, I do look like a beast compared to everybody else in there. And they are the most judgmental pieces of shit ever. If you are fit, you will get judged for going to Planet Fitness. That's the lunk alarm. You know, you you, you can't wear certain things because it's, it's all it's just a judgmental factor. Like if you look good, you're judged. So don't go to Planet Fitness. It's a joke. And it, it's all, the only the only benefits about that is, is the tanning bed and the hydro bed. It's phenomenal, right? It's a good deal. It's, it's 20 bucks and you get all that. Anyways, those are my movie reviews. That is what it is. What I'm going to talk about right now is no more movie reviews, right? No more. Unless, you know what? There are a few people that I know that are listening right now. If anybody has any questions, like, please feel free to message me. I'm not on, I'm not on Facebook right now because I'm banned. I feel like I get banned a lot from everything. It, it's so insane. But if anybody has any questions, um, I'm just reading a text right now. And, uh, all right. So, okay. I got distracted because I was reading, reading the, uh, the text. Apparently when I giggle to myself, it's, it's, uh, attractive and I'm blushing right now. So anyways, if anybody has any questions, guys, feel free to let me know. I am going to, I'm going to talk about real quick about what tomorrow's show is going to be about guys. Right now I do do another podcast, urban legends of the paranormal, a show that, I came up with the with the title of it. Um, well, I didn't personally come up with the title of it. I, I did have help from um, from Heather, who who helped like came up with the concept. We're like, yeah, let's do this. Yeah, you know, we're like chilling in a hotel, and she goes and throws it out there. I threw it out there. She threw it back. I threw it back. I think we kissed, and then yeah, you know. So that that kind of came up. And I'm sitting here in the kitchen one day, thinking, I'm like, you know what, urban legends of the paranormal. Let's roll with it. And Anyway, so I got the show through IFM Nation and through Madhouse Productions and who who great friends of mine guys. Like I started out with Justice Lane, um, maybe like eight years ago. We both kind of started growing our own foundation with things for about the same time. Like like building the Roku. She was building the Roku platform. I was building my paranormal platform. And the Roku, you know, she gave me an opportunity about eight years ago, seven years ago to jump on Roku. And she wanted to, you know, it, it, was, it was just a bumpy road for everyone. We both just started out. So we stayed in contact this entire time for like eight years. And she hit me up and she's like, you know what? I, I revamped everything. I, I dropped all this, you know, investment into making everything better. I want you back on. Hence, as to why I have this podcast now. Hence, as to why... Um, I pretty much I, I, I can't be I can't be stopped and that that's gonna just be thrown out there for the haters because I know they listen because I've seen what they write the network and um I just want to throw that out there. But Urban Legends of the Paranormal guys is every Sunday at ten AM. So it's going to be a show. I start filming next weekend and what that's gonna be about is I'm going to bring urban legends, right, of the paranormal, paranormal urban legends. Let's just say something like Bloody Mary. Bring these legends to the forefront of the paranormal. Everybody goes to locations like Waverly Hills and Velisca's Murder House and and Bobby Mackey. Bobby Mackey's is amazing, so I'm not going to install Bobby Mackey's. But they go to these locations and they pay so much money to get in, to do the same boring shit that everyone does. Like, oh, my God, go to my YouTube and, like, subscribe and, like, I'm like a psychic and like, I know what like is going on and just go subscribe and you're going to see these things and all these other things and these lights and like, shut the fuck up because you don't even know what you're talking about. Like, so no, I wanted to stay away from that. So urban legend of the paranormal is I'm going to, I'm going to find, even if it's 0.01% of where these urban legends stemmed from and grab that form of energy, right? Because every urban legend, every tall tale has some type of truth behind it. 
in order for it to be manifested and created into what it is today, no matter how far back it was, was dated and stamped to be put into creation. So I want to find that and I want to bring that to the forefront and see, can I manifest these urban legends and you can hear them for the first, let's, let's talk about Bloody Mary. Can I bring Bloody Mary's energy consciousness, even subconsciousness energy to you for you to finally listen to. Everybody knows the tale of Bloody Mary. I mean, you don't know the depth that I'm about to take it to. Like, I'm going to get, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lay out some facts that nobody else in the entire nation or world has ever stated about Bloody Mary. That's a fact. I can guarantee you that because I know how passionate I am about this. And it's just what I do. And that's what I do best, which is why I am where I am. But Everybody knows about the Bloody Mary aspect. You know, you go into the mirror and you say, Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary. And you have all the lights up, but you have candles, right? And Bloody Mary is supposed to appear after you say it a certain amount of times. I'm not going to get too big into it because, matter of fact, Bloody Mary is who I will be uh, contacting next weekend. So I'm not going to give a lot of details away about Bloody Mary. Otherwise, you ain't going to watch the show. But then again, I am one crazy, unorthodox, controversial son of a bitch. So you will definitely want to watch this because as much blood that I'm going to shed on this show and the techniques that I'm going to do, there is going to be warning. I'm, I'm going to have to wrap myself in caution and warning tape for everybody to see because this is going to be such an intense show to pull these energies out and let them um, manifest right before your eyes. So everybody knows a story to Bloody Mary. You say that in the mirror. So it's it's going to be crazy to be able to really not just go to a haunted location because with urban legends, there really is no location. Like Bloody Mary, you could go to any mirror. Go in your bathroom right now. You can do it if you have a mirror over your dresser, if you have a mirror on your door, anything, anything that has a reflective surface that's, that's a mirror-like aspect, you could say this. So the great thing about these urban legends is not a lot of them have a home like Mothman does, you know, that's in West Virginia, but I'm not going to do Mothman because it's, 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 let's get real. If there was a Mothman character flying around, we would have seen it already. And again, I'm doing paranormal urban legends are the paranormal. So I'm really excited to bring this show to you and, and I'm really excited for day on Roku this fall. Going to have a few stations in, going to have a few stations, blah, blah, going to have a few episodes done probably about four or five. Um, so when it does get aired on Roku, go download it, guys. IFM Nation, it's on Roku. Go download it. 25 plus million people tuned into my show on Haunted Tours, and we only had one season. So I want to blow this shit out of the water. What I'm going to bring to you, if you guys have watched Haunted Tours or any of my work, what I did has never been done before in the paranormal, and what's about to be done when it comes to urban legends of the paranormal has never been done. First off, the name alone has never been done. The concept behind the name has never been done. And now, I'm going to be the one to bring it. I, I, I pat myself on the back with that. And I know that that sounds like a narcissistic attitude and a narcissistic, um, a narcissist, uh, conversation being, there's a lot of eyes in there and there's a lot of me, but again, I'm doing the podcast. And I ain't got no one here to talk to except for y'all. And I can't really hear you guys. So it is what it is. Right. So I really hope you guys tune in though. I'm going to cut this short. I actually I don't even know. Is it, am I cutting this short? How long did I set this up for? Let me see. I got to check here. Um, all right, so I set this up for 90 minutes. We, well, I'm not doing all 90 minutes unless you guys have some questions. Seriously, if you have some questions, message me. Let me know anything. Guys, this doesn't have to be paranormal related. It doesn't have to be anything in that manner. Um, and uh, anything, any questions at all. I will. Sorry, I was reading another message. Tune in tomorrow, guys. I'm going to cut this short now, not because I don't have anything to say. I could talk and I could ramble on forever. However, I don't want to do that. I want to bore you guys. And I don't have anything else to talk about. Um, that's relevant. Anyways, tune in tomorrow. I really appreciate everybody who tuned in tonight. I'm so glad we had no complications tonight. Absolutely no complications. I don't know what happened last week, but is what it is when it comes to that. Oh, guess what? Guess what? Next weekend, since I said that I'm going to be filming, I'm going to be Saturday night. Saturday night live. I am going to be in the hotel doing the podcast. We are going to, I'm going to film me doing the podcast for the TV show and try to contact Bloody Mary on the podcast live 
next Saturday, one week from tonight. I am going live to do the podcast and contact Bloody Mary. I'm going to say that again to next week, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time while filming Urban Legends of the Paranormal, the TV show on Roku. I will be contacting live right here on this podcast, Bloody Mary. I'm going to have the spirit box out. I'm going to have mirrors in front of me. It's going to be a lot of blood. I'm going to do my Ouija board. And you're going to hear all of this, right? You're going to hear all of this on the podcast next week. Not only that, whenever you watch this fall, the Bloody Mary episode, you're going to see me doing the podcast that you're going to be listening to. It's going to be amazing. I'm really excited for it. Matter, matter of fact, I just came up with that just now. So I'm actually really excited about I don't know why I didn't think of that before. Like, uh, the next week I'm going to be filming. Uh, so, yeah, uh, mine as well, right? I told you I can always find something to talk about. Anyways, tune in tomorrow, guys. 10 a.m. I know it's kind of early. I know it's God's day. I know it's a day of rest. I know, I know, I know, I know. But we're going to talk about some freaky shit. We're going to talk about urban legends. We're going to talk about a lot of cool stuff. If you have any urban legends that you want me to talk about and dig deep, just message me. Message me on Messenger. Message me on Instagram. You can go find me on YouTube. Everything is all its all the same. Steven Arcantello. It's just my name. Find me on anything. I don't see any questions coming in, which is cool. That's fine. Um, again, thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in. I am going to let everybody go. I hope everybody's had a great week, and it's been kind of rainy and cloudy here in Ohio. So with that being said, y'all have a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful night. Don't forget tomorrow, 10 a.m., Urban Legends of the Paranormal. My name is Stephen Arcantello, and I will talk to everybody tomorrow. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.